Oh shit! Welcome to the Rad Dude Cast. My name is Brendan Air. I'm joined, all as always, by Greg Stone. Taking a sip of water. What's going on, Greg? Not much, man. Big oh. day, big big office. Living in a small house. Big day, big office. Living in a small house. Hard to hard to interpret that, but when you get through <laughs> it, it will mean a lot. Of course, Anthony Devito is here. Anthony, what's going on? What's up with me? I mean, I damn, I just made myself the worst cup of coffee I've ever had in my whole entire life. <laughs> this is impossible to drink. <laughs> what, what do we got? Too strong? Too muddy? What? Do you, what's going no, on? I think Ritz, it's isn't it? completely tart and bitter. I'm pretty sure that uh, our machine is back on the fritz. I think I've descaled it too much. Yeah. Um, I, what I, kind I, of machine are you doing? Are you doing one of these drips? Are you do? Are you doing like a five thousand oh, dollar espresso man. machine? You know, Keurig? Me, man. King of Italy from George Clooney himself. We have a nice Nespresso. Um, but uh, King George, I descaled it too much. You know, uh, a coffee machine, much like a plant where you can overwater it. Here's the thing. Man. Let me tell you straight up. This is why I won't. And Greg's right. But this is why I won't mess with an espresso. OK, you get an espresso will give you the finest cup of coffee. Or it will give you the worst <laughs> cup of coffee. You yeah, get a standard terrible. drip machine. It's giving you a passable shitty cup of coffee right. every time. No questions asked. Never do anything. I mean, Amy washes it regularly, but I don't get involved <laughs> in that. Uh, but uh, here's the thing. Here's what we're doing today. Pretty big. Pretty whoa, big. whoa, 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 whoa. I wanted to talk about how Anthony's watering his Nespresso machine. Okay, go ahead. This guy's, oh. just throwing, this guy's just throwing water on electric. If you think he just put water on the inside, no. This guy's dousing no. his machine in water. That was just a term. That was for my, my garden heads out there. That was so they wouldn't feel lost in the lurch. No, I'm descaling it with the proper descaling equipment. I'm not water. I've learned. I made that mistake one time, uh, once in my past. I, I've learned not to throw water on electronic equipment. As uh, they, 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 um, what's the word in medicine? They, uh, Fuck yeah, yeah but, water's not great for water's not great for electric. Yeah. Um, but what was your coffee a recipe in down the shore where you we did we we're down the shore and you broke someone's coffee machine? Remember? Yeah, he put uh I remember this. He did uh he actually did a thing not far from an actual bird. recipe. I believe he put sugar inside the coffee before it went through the so didn't you do something of that matter? Honestly, that sounds right. Yeah, I don't put, have put, this memory, but that sounds like uh, me. In North Carolina, you put sugar in the coffee filter, mm. like in with it was like coffee beans, sugar. That makes sense. Filter, I think. Which yeah. I love the idea of it. Well, yeah. it's it is a thing. It's called a, <laughs> if you do it in an espresso machine. If you have a like an old school espresso machine, and you put uh, raw sugar, the brown sugar. Uh, mm into the espresso it's called a cubano shot and oh, i would get these guys fun. at starbucks and they they'd like try and wink at me and it'd be like i'm not allowed to do it this is a twelve thousand dollar machine and the guy would like slip you a buck mm. and i'd go okay i'll do it i don't care <laughs> i risk it all That's you fair. got a good smile yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh but here's the thing here's what we're taking on today if you're a new listener i were just three uh great world famous comedians that like to take on the issues of the day uh we are going to talk about uh the top 10 albums of 
all time. Now, this is according to Ooh. Rolling Stone's list of uh, of five the five hundred greatest albums of all time. I believe it's it, it's curated by like a, a voting system of a massive number of music journalists and critics and all that shit. Now, before we get started, I'll start with you, Greg. I want both of your input. Is there any album or artist that you will feel angry? or <laughs> ridiculous if they do not make the top 10. Uh, I have a hard time with these because uh, my taste of music is right. sure. uh, so like, uh, you know, I don't know what people are into. Sure. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I do love the standard. I love every, I love almost all of, I look, it's yeah. crazy. I love most all of music, but uh, there's some things where I go, well, of course Incubus isn't going to be on there, but I right. want them to be there. Sure. But you know, uh <laughs> right. sure so i yeah. don't know but i'd like to i'd like to see how i feel like i don't like the rolling stones at all but i yeah. get it people love them so that's not up to me yeah it's a hard thing it's a i don't even i i think it's interesting for us to talk about but i don't even like the idea of it because it's like exactly like you said right. well guess what incubus is my top 10 so you're wrong you know right. like what is the now anthony is there anyone just putting aside musical taste is there anyone you'll be shocked that that does not make the top i'll 10. say this billy eilish and taiga better be on there <laughs> or i'll be furious now um you know obviously i've got my favorite guys and girls uh and i will be furious you know not furious uh, they're not going to be on there and i get it but right Bright Eyes and Jadakiss should be battling for one and two. <laughs> right. Well, it's just the man I am. We're going to start. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg, please. Oh, yeah. I just want to say before we get, get going, though, like, and this isn't whatever, but it's like it's all flavor based. Right. So it's like what flavors you like. But then it's really what what I know from doing comedy is I don't know how much this counts for back in the day, but it's all who has the best publicists and the best marketing teams. Right. Like some of the best comedians I know would never be recognized as some of the best in the world. And I think a lot of the guys today who are known as the best are nowhere near, like, would really crack my top five. Right. And you know what else I think kind of plays into what you're saying, Greg, is I think what happens, and this is similar to the Oscars, I think what happens is if you're getting a list compiled by votes of, uh, you know, music journalists, music critics, I don't think they're voting based on, What's my top album? I think they're voting based on what should, what am I supposed mm, to think yeah, is the right. top out? Like, what's the correct answer when it's right, like, right, right. no, maybe you like Sublime, like I do. Because for me, <laughs> the 40 ounces to freedom, number one, Sublime, self titled, number two, Sublime, greatest hits, number three, you know, uh, Sublime, right. acoustic, number four. But, you know, that's not, God forbid they should give that any credit. Um, but let's let's jump right into this because there's a fucking controversy right off the goddamn bat. All right, is this number the, ten? Yeah, the We're tenth, our way down. The, t- the yes, the tenth. And Brandon, best, when was this released? This uh, I think this was their 2020. I don't think they've done okay. it for 2021. Uh, so right. don't expect Justin Bieber's <laughs> new album on there. I was gonna and say, that, man, they right. missed out a lot of hits this year. If you think I don't listen to that song Lonely by Justin Bieber and think about how lonely I am, then fuck you, because I love it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Long Legged Larry better be on there. Yeah, yeah. Greg's favorite song. Greg sent us this uh, this Aesop Rock song that I never heard. uh, Long Legged Larry. 
Yeah, it's and it's new. so good because, and I was talking to Greg about this before the podcast. If you if you haven't heard it, check out the music video. It's a cool stop motion music video. But I, Aesop Rock is Greg's top guy, I think. That's fair to say, right? Oh yeah, yeah. As and far as rap goes, he's one as far of my, as, as far as top musicians. I have to go with the Wolf because he's my brother. Right. <laughs> and, well, now and, I have to go with him too. Yeah. Right. Aesop <laughs> Rock is not as good as a brother yeah. as my brother is. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually yeah. love his music. They're two. You can't compare them though. They have different no, hard styles. To well, that's the other thing. One about sings part. about. Um, <laughs> People who've been dead for a million years are now coming back to kill you and, you know, vampires. And the other one sings about, uh, you know, other things and currently a frog that can jump real high. Well, that's Anthony. That's what I was telling Greg that I love about Aesop Rock as a rapper. And he's not he's not my favorite rapper. He's I like him a lot. I enjoy listening. But I love he refuses to be boxed in. He'll rap about whatever he feels like that day. And if it's a frog that can jump real high and like a children's story. That's what he's rapping about. And I'm like, yeah. th- you, you won't get that from a from a DMX. You know what I mean? You're never yeah. going to get like a oh, well. <laughs> problem with DMX is you got to understand DMX in the capacity that the man is half dog. Right. <laughs> yeah. So DMX only knows but for 20 words. Yeah, actually right. 20 words. So, but if you think about him as he's one quarter Rottweiler, you go, that's very impressive that he yeah. knows those words. Yeah. Um, not a- boxing, but definitely kenneled in. You know they got this, this guy's in the kennel. Yeah, yeah. For a DMX, guy, man. DMX has has been picked up by animal control more than once, and they've had his aunt has had been like, "No, that's a man. Sorry, that's you Earl. gotta let him go. Yeah, you gotta let yeah. Earl be Earl. That's Earl. No, the uh, DMX story is so sad. He had no friends. His dogs were his friends. Uh, it's yeah. the saddest thing in the world. If you like, really get into uh, his backstory. There was right. he. You know, he was he was beaten up. He was misunderstood by every person around him the only thing he could turn to were dogs that's so, rough when it's so like sense. that's so rough sense. when it's like who are your best friends two dogs and a, and an atv a yeah. four-wheeler those yeah. are my best friends yeah man this poor guy dmx is just he's mental illness personified and uh, no one did anything about it for years yeah. still yeah. happy so number 10 i think very controversial in my mind Great album. Great album. Don't get me wrong. The 10th best album ever in the history of the world is Lauren Hill's The Miseducation of All Lauren right. Hill. Uh, now, here, put one me, on the board for Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a, this is a, well, let me tell you my problem with this, Anthony, right? Okay. okay. This is a great album and it's great for me. Mainly, it's great because of uh, the doo wop song, which is that thing, that thing, okay. you know, that song. But here's what's crazy. And I'll wait, wait, that thing, that, that thing, yeah. that thing. All right, yeah. I know it. I wasn't it's sure be- if I knew it, but I know it. It's a beautiful song. It's a wonderful song. I, and it. it's I a thought wonderful- it was the Fugees. Well, uh, you know, that's the thing. Lauren Hill left the Fugees after they did one amazing album. And they, you know, uh, we'd love to see a Fugees where you, no one knows yeah. where they can't find Praz. But we uh, can't. Praz is after lunch, man. He's doing his own <laughs> thing, man. Um, yeah. I'll say, can I say this about yeah. growth in a person? When I was, when I was like, I didn't get Praz when I was a kid. And I was like, this guy is fucking up all the songs. Wyclef <laughs> yeah. is a genius. Lauren Hill is a right. genius. They get this lunatic to come on. But now I look at Praz and I go, oh, he's great. He yeah. was really doing his own thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't he know. really was on his own thing. 
uh, here, I don't know his part. I don't know his part. So you have to his, explain part his part was basically like, well, he did have one smash hit on his own, but the only way he got it is by having like 10 people on the song. Yeah. yeah I don't know if you remember the song like Ghetto, Ghetto Superstar. Superstar. Of That's what we are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was probably <laughs> 400 people were on but it. But he had ODB right. was on it. <laughs> I don't know who it was Maya like, was on it. Yeah. And it's also like you took the tune of a different song. Like, yeah, yeah we could all stream. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But bam, bam, bam. it's a great Dolly Parton song. Yeah. And Kenny but, Rogers. Two let people me, on that one. Let me <laughs> get your let me get your take. I would on honestly it. argue that I thought they were married. Dolly Parton and Kenny I, Rogers. No, I was just gonna do that until you <laughs> lost your mind, Brendan. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I almost got him. I, I would have believed that. I would have believed that in a second. Yeah, Wait, why would they what? be? Uh, oh, right. No, no. Uh, I was I just trying to talk over you every time you tried to talk. That's fun. That's Good idea. Yeah. But I don't know that it, I think that it worked against me in f- in where our friendship lands, as opposed to getting you to laugh. No, because I didn't notice it. Now that you told me, yes, it's going to work against you. But I hadn't noticed it. Uh, uh, Something to be now, on the lookout for, right. Brendan. Here's my take. Here's my take. Now, this is a, a fantastic album. If you listen right. to it through and through, it's it's a good album. Here And you guys, I did not. So for the viewers, I should uh, note. I had Greg and Anthony deliberately not look at the rest of the list, right? This is why this is controversial to me as putting this as the 10th best album. And I feel these people thought they had to because it was like Lauren Hill's kind of like coming out as a solo artist, a black woman kind of producing, you know, uh, uh, owning like all this stuff. Here's the thing. You're going to tell me this album, the, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, there's, no Michael Jackson below this, okay? There's no Brinks, Bruce Springsteen below this, and Wait. there's no rap albums below this. So you're saying the miseducation of Lauren Hill is better than any Michael Jackson album, any Bruce Springsteen album, and any rap album uh, no, in the on, history of the world. If you're going to tell me there's not a single Michael Jackson album in the top ten, then this list is stupid and we should end the podcast and should we quit the podcast right. and never talk exactly. to each other again. Exactly. That's that's Greg just wants to quit. Well, no, but you're, <laughs> but that's exactly right. You're t- this is another. This is the example of what I'm saying. These guys are voting for what they think they're supposed to vote for, and you're like, you're gonna tell me the miseducation of Lauren Hill is better than Thriller? Fuck now, you! Fuck do, you! Do we know, Brendan? Are there any stipulations with the voting where it says no alleged pedophiles? No, no they, people who are in uh, this allotment of GMC car me, commercials. Let me tell you, Anthony, here's a problem with that note. If they say that, right, you say, hey, no, ped- no alleged pedophiles. Then you got me, Michael Jackson's manager, walking out being like Bruce Springsteen, the <laughs> Wheat Weezer, all of them molested people. Those are all <laughs> accusations, guys. So we're all one for one now. Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> all of Weezer molested all of them. kids. Well, also, I'm- I got to say, Weezer better be on this list because the Blue Album, that was one of the most influential albums of all time. As, and I'll get into that if it's on there or if it's not. I don't know. Well, also, right maybe away. we should have. Maybe I will say that maybe we should have gotten to listen in advance so I could have listened to some of the tracks. Like I, the misinformation of Lauren Hill. I remember loving that album, but I couldn't tell you anything. It's a good album, but currently the, the only memorable song to me is is that thing is the doo-wop like that's the only song i remember from it is the fuji's on this list can you tell what? me no, are we doing fuji's spoiler alerts not, no the <laughs> fuji should have been on this list because yeah, the fuji's fu- is better than that right exactly because they had two hit songs on that on that, on that cd uh but l- 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 let's move along but again what? 
What's the other hit on the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill? I know the Do Up was the big hit, but then there was the the one song she released before Do Up that's on the album, which is really good too. Um, so uh, Lost Ones, X Factor, um, maybe Lost One. Love, I used to love him. Right? <laughs> we X Factor! Isn't that? Yeah. I don't even know if that's the song I'm trying to do. She did do the theme for Degeneration X, so that's gotta be, you know, she's gotta be applauded for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. We're from New Jersey. Lauren Hill is from like a town over. She is? Right? Yeah, she's from there. The Fugees, and they're all from like East Orange or Newark or like they were I, based there. So that that was very exciting. Um, let me I ask you. At least felt like that. I thought Fugees were based on some kind of one of them was from Japan. I thought this was all <laughs> Japanese culture. I mean, Praz could be an alien. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Wyclef is definitely like, OK, this guy has Haitian roots. Right. Lauren Hill. They all they met up there from New Jersey. But Praz, you would go. This guy is from Mercury, the yeah. planet Mercury. But also, what the heck is a Fuji? A refugee. Sorry. Refugees, short for refugees. Yeah. Ain't that some shit, man? You learn every day. I thought it was Mount Fuji, the <laughs> place in Vernon, New Jersey. Yeah. The <laughs> place that serves you, that they do uh, oriental cuisine uh, so cooked a, in front of you. We almost a, had a clip. This is a double. <laughs> This is a double trick. You thought way. it was Mount Fuji, so I'm going, he thinks it's Mount Fuji in Japan. Nope, you thought it was a restaurant named after Mount Fuji in Japan. In New Jersey. In Mount New Fuji's Jersey. in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. one of my first date there. And I would just argue real quick that Oriental cuisine, I think, is still accepted. You don't call people Oriental. You can call the area Oriental. It's an Oriental <laughs> region. I have to defend myself in Asian culture as I've been called a racist this week um, uh, as per Asians, and we can get into that in the extra in the extra five no but (laughs) you're right because there are exceptions right there and i think food is one of them like you said and rugs yeah people are going around saying oriental rugs left and right nobody has seemed to have a beef with that what if you kill a guy hang him and throw him on the floor and you stuff him well that's oriental rug he's also asian am i allowed (laughs) to say that if you're some kind of cannibal killer well you're allowed to say you're probably not allowed to do it yeah, well, there you go. The, the cops would probably have an issue yeah. with the murder before they would what you've been calling it. Right. Well, I guess when they do the list of charges at the end, they go, he was a murderer. He did body part furniture and also a racist. He didn't even call it. He called it Oriental. Uh, <laughs> anyway, from the region. Uh, so I think it's safe <laughs> to say. Hey, one, one more second, though. So Greg, and Greg said he was like, and the Fujis really took off when they stopped being the Mount Fujis. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was about Mount Fuji. I'm not, and look, we're being serious. Maybe not the restaurant, but definitely the place, the mountain, the actual mountain. <laughs> okay. Definitely thought the Fujis came to like, I thought they were like, we came down from the mountain to bring you the greatest rap of all time. No, I thought that was the whole thing. <laughs> refugees. Ne- don't they have a refugee song, don't they? Yeah, that yeah, makes they, a little more sense yeah. now. How does well, that go? Also, Refugees. I also love. In. I also love Praz. You got it because Praz <laughs> is short for Proswell, and it's like yeah. that's also not a name, man. <laughs> like you can't. You're. You're. What These you're saying best. is your full name is also a made-up name. Wait, Proswell? Not Pro- yeah, Proswell <laughs> is what I thought it was prize. I thought it was a fun way to say prize. Like, he was the grand prize. No. The grand prize. The grand <laughs> popular. You would think. He didn't even use that. 
That was, yeah, that was there the whole time for him. Right. Nah, he never even picked it up. He was oh, Roswell. Man. Government name, Roswell. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give you a little information on my life, right? And my life growing up as a white guy with mostly friends who were not white, I had, they all knew a lot of this stuff. And no, I'm, me asking, you'd always be like, this white motherfucker don't know shit. So I had to assume most of the culture when I try to learn it. So this is why I think things like Grand Praz, Mount Fuji, because my friends all knew and they wouldn't tell me because <laughs> right. it was if I right. if I got into it, it was just 50 white cracks that I had to hear. Right. So a lot of this stuff, there's a lot of like ad libs in what I thought, you know, I had to jump into the middle on a lot of these things. You, you know thought, what I mean? Just to, to recap, you thought they were the Mount Fujis and you thought the guy was Praz because he was a prize. I thought it was like a like a southern right. way to say prize. Right. That's it's cool. like I'm the prize, you know. You mm-hmm. you unwrap me, I'm a prize. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought. All hey, right, yeah. real quick, let's uh, go around the horn uh, and do a, a quick and look. And this is to say, we're not critics. This is our own personal taste. Let's go around the horn for each one and say, deserved or not deserved for Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I say, great album. Definitely not the tenth greatest album in the history of the world. Definitely not. I say not deserved, Greg. Well, in my life, it's definitely not. Uh, you know, I'm sure she's fine, and I'm sure she gets it. But as per me, no. I also now would like to just because uh, I, I have a little more on this, I want to talk about. Is it is Lauren Hill? Not is she from like Lennox Hill? What are we going to find out? What's what's her name? What's what's well, Lauren Hill? Is that just her last name is Hill? Yeah, Bill Billy. I believe that's just her name. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a nickname. No, I don't. Is Lauren think so. even anything? No, I think that's a known name. Yeah, I was I was wrong about I was right about her then. You had her nailed. Yeah. Anthony, uh, deserved or undeserved? Man, you know, it's deserved. (laughs) Well deserved. She she better be nine through one as well. Um, (laughs) Oh, man, she sings. She raps. She's so she's so uh, so talented. Beautiful. woman. beautiful woman um, hates white people. Allegedly. They hates the right. Hates the wrong kind of white people. Yeah, likes a guy like likes a guy like me. Um, <laughs> I had about thirty kids with uh, one of the Marleys. Um, oh sure, yeah, she's married tremendous. to one of the Marleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was tremendous in Sister Act two, Marley the dog, <laughs> the yeah. dead dog. No, uh, she <laughs> Marley and me was about Lauren Hill and her dead dog. <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah, that's right. That's where the script came from. But Hollywood gets in their fingers and everything. And next thing you know, it Owen Wilson's in it, and they're not even using black representation anyway. So good. I'm glad. Okay, sorry. All right. Uh, well, so number nine. Uh, number nine. I'm gonna just buzz right over this one because you always you gotta put this croaky voiced fuck in every list, and I don't care. Number nine is Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks, and mm. uh, I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about it. Every once in a while, I hear a Bob Dylan song that's all right, but for me, this guy supremely overrate, overrated. I don't know what they're doing. I don't mm. care. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've I have the same feelings. I've never really gotten into Bob Marley. What was his name? Bob Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. Never really gotten into him. Big Wallflowers guy. Love his kid. His uh, kid's better than him, and no one will admit it. You guys are crazy. I loved three Bob Marley's Bob Dylan songs and then found out they were all uh, the other guy, the guy who sang Jersey Girl. What's his name? Uh, not Bruce Springsteen. The guy who sounds like the Joker. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Oh, I sure. loved Bob Dylan for very long for a very long time. I was like, Man, I'm loving Bob Dylan. I had a mix CD. It was all Bob Dylan. And then someone came, sat in my car and went, 
dude, you love Tom Waits. And I went, what are you talking about? This is all Bob Dylan. They were like, this whole CD is Tom Waits. And it was just a CD someone made me, and I wrote the wrong name on it and was in love with that for years. And then turns out, I've been telling people I love Bob Dylan forever, and now i got to go back and like listen to him, and I'm just too tired, and I'm too lazy, and I'm, I'm too far in on Tom Waits to go back and change everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now you, I don't. Now it's be tough for you to try to come around to Bob Dylan. Um, mm. But you know, I, I yes, man. So far, this list is really just aligning with my sense. I might as well have written the goddamn thing. All right. um, yeah. Now I'm a big, big Bob Dylan fan. Um, but you know, he's got to hit at the right time, and I think you have to be. I think you got to be in your 20s to really get into Bob Dylan. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a couple songs uh, like a Rolling Stone is pretty good, you know. A few, but the guy, that? yeah, the guy rambles. Yeah. It's like, don't give me a, if you're not an orchestra, don't give me a nine minute song, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need it. And then the I fucking her, his greatest song, <laughs> his greatest song, he won't play the hurricane because it turned out that fucking guy did kill all those people. Uh, <laughs> he wrote a beautiful piece of fiction. Then. Yeah, you can't I don't take know away the poetry from it, though. So he wrote about uh, Reuben Carter, the Hurricane, uh, who was a boxer, and there was this big movement because he was he was uh, basically railroaded into uh, into a murder rap, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and as the years passed, it turned out the investigation was all fucked up and he was kind of, uh, you know, railroaded and it was probably racially motivated, but also kind of seems like he did it. So uh, mm. <laughs> he won't sing that song anymore. And everyone's kind of backed off the hurricane. Like, ah, I think he killed those people. <laughs> Honestly, I think he won't sing it because it's like nine minutes long. I don't think he remembers a lot. Of it. <laughs> no, he can't do a nine minute song. Yeah. But what were you going to say, Greg? No, no, I was just going to mention that um, I, I Hurricane McNeely seemed to like this guy. You know, he jumped. He took that name. You, can you can you also take the names of murderers, boxers who are murderers at some time? I think uh, yeah. maybe after a certain while, names up for grabs with boxers. Right. Well, and also, him. not only that, I think like specific specificity of nickname goes a long way in whether it's stealable or not. Like you go with hurricane, right. you got to know that's open season. That's <laughs> yeah, the main, that's, sure. the, that's the main sort of, uh, whether, uh, is that, is Look, that Reuben Carter? Yeah. yeah. Is that Mike, Mike? That's Reuben Carter, right? I'm going to say yes. That's definitely his book. Yes. It's not just a black cowboy holding up his book. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a murderer <laughs> if I've ever seen it. Uh, Let me ask you guys this. It's just an lateral note here. If you retire your jersey in basketball, yeah. right, and then it comes out that you've raped, pillaged, murdered a bunch of people, will they unretire your jersey? And if so, does it then become a mad dash for that number? You know? Uh, I would guess, I don't know if that situation has ever ar ar arisen, but I would guess because it's a very informal process, there's no laws or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just the team deciding to do that. I would say, yes, they will unretire your Jersey. If you are all fucked up, I bet I so bet. that Jersey's got to work again. You know, that Jersey's just kind of like, fuck man. I thought I had it easy. <laughs> now I got to go back to work. <laughs> and I was retired. I can't do I was, this anymore. I was having a good time watching the games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder, I bet, I wonder if OJ was ever retired, his number was retired by the Buffalo Bills. And if so, I bet it was unretired. Um, hmm. You think but, they'll retire LeBron's jersey at some point? Yes, certainly. Why? 
He's. I think he's already retired with the Cavs. Well, because he's the greatest basketball player of all time, <laughs> if if not if not in the top three. I think. Yeah, he's but he's like great. in movies and stuff too. You know. For sure. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'm glad you said it. I just yeah, well, like <laughs> need an explanation. I mean, you know, you retire someone's jersey because they put it all, they gave it all to the game. And this guy didn't give it all to the game. This guy was in the Amy Schumer movie. I see. Because he did an Amy Schumer movie and he's doing Space Jam. You're going to say LeBron James didn't give everything to he the game. He didn't give it all. He didn't I give it everything he had. That I guy had spare time to give. I see. Yeah. Well, well but, you'd be the only person making that argument. Yeah, because going <laughs> going on your going on your criteria, mm-hmm. it, giving it all to the game, it would be like, ah, we got to get Brian Scalabrini's jersey retired. <laughs> we got to get old uh, 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 Bill Armstrong's jersey. Re- like a bunch of scrubs would get their jersey AC retired. Green. Yeah, yeah, they the only so guy. Hard. Yeah, he was a virgin. <laughs> yeah, Baden was a virgin NBA basketball player. Only if they had surgeries, you know, if they had a surgery to help them bit better at basketball, then they deserve a retire. What is this? Will you pull up here? Buffalo Bills give OJ Simpson's number thirty-two jersey for the first time in more than thirty years. Well, so some kid is now OJ. Yeah. So they. Well, I don't. I don't. This is an interesting <laughs> conversation because it's really bringing out a lot of. Uh, Facts about what you believe jerseys do <laughs> and their powers. <laughs> well, it's got a name on the back. The no, 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 sorcery. no. Retired jerseys just mean that number will never be worn again. I thought they retire the name, too. No more Johnsons in football. I didn't think that, but I thought maybe that. No more. Well, that, that's a fun moment when they go, you were O.J. Simpson, but you got to pick a new name now. Yeah. You're O.J. Johnson. You're play in this league. Uh, right. uh, number eight, I'm good with, man. And th- you know this had to be on there. Prince and the Revolution, Purple Rain. Come on. Great. Yeah, fa- I mean, great. That's, for me, right there at eight, sits perfectly. I love Prince. I'd probably give that a two. Wow. A two? Yeah, why not? Per- Prince is the best. He's great. He, he, great. Greatest musician and entertainer of all time, I'd almost say. Because that guy could dance. He could do it. Well, maybe Michael Jackson. But he fucked a bunch of kids. <laughs> we don't it. know that. We don't know it. <laughs> proven until it's proven. It's not proven until it's proven. Yeah, I'm. Um, it's true. It's not proven until it's proven. What can we say? I'm to not that? a detective. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm cool with Prince at number uh, eight. I don't. I, you know, I've I've recently learned a lot about Prince. Um, I didn't know too much about him, and uh, yeah, very talented. Well, no, I didn't know he was like. I thought my whole life that he was just some guy who sang court. You know that raspberry beret song right, yeah and i was like yeah, that's fine and then sure. someone was like this guy's the greatest guitar player of all time i went the prince no <laughs> i went yeah. prince no and yeah. then they sent me a bunch of his music and i went well i'll be damned yeah. and they were like he's got a hundred albums he didn't release yeah. which i thought about really which is crazy is that you have songs stuck in your head that are amazing that no one's ever heard Right, like right. you're like, what, what are you singing? It's like, ah, it's a song I wrote five years ago. It's <laughs> yeah. called uh, yeah. "Lampshade Nightgown." Yeah. It, I didn't put it out because I'm lazy, but it's yeah. probably the best. Or I've had a low self esteem problem that day. But you yeah. could have shit stuck in your head that's just, yeah, yeah. He, the guy can he can play like every. It's crazy because it's like you're just like ah, Prince, like uh, from Purple Rain. You see that movie and you're like, ah, he's kind of a cornball. And then you're like. No, the guy could play every instrument. He's a musical genius. Like it was, it's crazy. 
Right. Yeah, he he did a thing where I didn't know a lot of the songs were him until afterwards. You know what I mean? Like where I was like, oh, that because I I was I'm like songs are just songs. They're made mm-hmm. by by music. Mm-hmm. Some songs, mm-hmm. and he he was like that for me. I think there were certain songs after he died where people would play him, and I would just go. I didn't know that was a Prince song, but then if I knew that, I'd be like, yeah, of course, you know, by music. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This song is by music, the industry. <laughs> this isn't everybody's there. song. When yeah. music came out, we put out a bunch of songs <laughs> just to get people re- going, you know, like, <laughs> Hey, we're going to be putting music out. Here's all, here are all these. And we're going to have some artists yeah. updating it every year. I understand hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I did the same thing as a bunch of those. I, Happy birthday is one of them. Yeah. Right. And if it was a male voice, I would usually go, that's Jimi Hendrix. And if it was a female voice, I would attribute it to Katy Perry. And I have left it at that for years. And um, then these artists die. And then, you know what I mean? Like you start to actually learn what they say. Known right. dead artist, Katy Perry. <laughs> uh, I, I to me after she married Russell Brand, that flake. Yeah. I remember knowing I remember being amused by a Prince joke before I even knew Prince because on the Simpsons one time uh, Milhouse goes, uh, I don't know, something sad happened and Milhouse goes, this is what it feels like when doves cry. And I remember like, (laughs) that's such a good joke. And I didn't even know that there's a Prince song when doves cry. I just was like, that's a great joke. That's funny. Like, um, I always got mad at that, though, because birds don't experience sadness the way we experience sadness. They're more instinct based. They don't like, you know, like when when a dove cries, you know, because he doesn't have a nuts or because he's flying a little too slow. It's not really because his emotions. It's more because it's like my body's telling me this ain't right, and I got to sync up with my body and nature. So I don't think the birds cry the way we do. Very interesting, and again, not to nitpick uh, your understanding (laughs) of. So there's this idea that you're proposing is that they do in fact cry but it's just instinctual when i don't think birds really? cry at all i think birds. Right, i don't know if they have tear ducts per yeah. se sorry maybe if the wind blows in their eyes they might cry but i don't think they feel like their friends die all the time birds are always dying it should have been like this is what it's like when an old man who has a lot of experiences and has been hardened <laughs> and you'd never think would show emotions sure. cries yes right it's I- like that's real I yes. bet that was the original song, and then they chopped it down. Yes. You yes. know, they, they went right. a little long, and yes. then you went, ah, all right. And then, you know, maybe draft after draft after draft after draft, they got around to one dove's cry. Um, yeah. I also Do you think it, <laughs> yeah, ahead, sorry. No, 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 say one more thing about this. I, no, I just want to say that it's like, I wonder if De- Dove Davidoff was ever really excited for that song, where he was like, this is what it's like when Dove cries, you know, when he doesn't get spots at the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> to see Dove, Dove, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Dove Davidoff. I don't know if he's famous enough. Or I don't is he I don't know if I don't know if anybody knows who I'm talking about. Yeah, he's a great. He's a comic. He, guy. You know, him. his name's Dove. Dove. Anyway, Anthony, I don't know. Dove. Nobody knows how to pronounce it. It's Dove without an e. Hard to pronounce. Dove, 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 Dove. Yeah. Nobody knows. You just. <laughs> I think it's Dove, but Dove. I'm not confident enough to say that. Too I, short for David. I I hope one day he would just go. My name's fucking Dave. Okay, you know what? I said my mom. She just put it down. My name's Dave. Right. My name right. is Dave Davidoff. Uh, so many D's in his name number seven is one that I feel like is rightfully there I just don't care for it and it's uh, uh, it's rumors by Fleetwood Mac Oh, uh, just finally they hit an album I like yes. I think I know more about music than I thought 
<laughs> so far, I've 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 agreed wholeheartedly with all these, and I have a right. a decent amount of uh, back record with them, which is exciting. Right. This album was written because a bunch of people were fucking each other, and sure. they who should have been fucking each other. Sure. <laughs> That's how the best music gets made. Yeah. That's why I keep. That's why I got this affair going with this lady across the street. Help your comedy career. Your creative juices go. Well, I'm trying to make beats, you know. Yeah. What? Well, that, what's going on with that affair? <laughs> <laughs> Old Nancy. Old Nancy was down. She says, "Actually, goes. She walks outside. She goes, i 'I'll do anything for the arts.'" And I just said, "Anything?" And she went, "Anything." And I went, "Well, I'm trying to make some beats. Why don't we go upstairs and dress like a bunch of cats in leather and fucking rub each other down?" And she said. If it's for the beats and it's for the beats. And then I've been waiting to try to like leak some of this information to my wife so that then she can get angry and then there could be a fight and then I'll write a song. But as of right now, Tita doesn't seem to give a shit. So it's all the album. It's really hard to get this album without the, you know, she was like, you fucked that lady in a cat suit. I said, yeah. And she goes, Jesus Christ, Greg, I got it. What are you going to do? And that's been it. So, <laughs> so far, no new beats. I, I think I that's think your fault. Yeah, that's not your fault. You got That's that's Tita's fault. She's got to be more diligent trying to stop you from cheating. You yeah. try you try and cheat to get caught. This is a cry for creativity, and she won't catch you. And this is that's uh, you're good. I know. You and know. I'll be honest, that lady it was not very attractive, and I think she gave me something. So not really. Unless I'm writing a song about getting something. It's called a song. I got this new song called "Getting Something," and uh, it's pretty good. You is know? that the one from the Google Doc from yesterday? No, that's something else. Getting <laughs> something is one I just made up on the. <laughs> that's something you saw that one. <laughs> Getting something is the song I wrote just now when making up the story. Yes, yeah, good. Now, now yeah. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> maybe Fleetwood Mac is a situation. Yeah, there's Dove a David Mike uh, has brought up a no. picture of Dove David. It's off. like he's working on a time delay. It's like yeah. he's in Australia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I I uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac is someone I think maybe. Maybe I just haven't listened to them enough, you know, like mm -hmm. I think Stevie Nicks got on my nerves. So I was like, I don't like Fleetwood Mac. But then that guy. Interested. Why did she get on your nerves? I, she was always I with. The, I don't like a flowy woman. You know okay. what I mean? Like, oh. I don't like like a, I don't like a lady that looks like she works at a candle shop. That's not for you me. You must have hated glamour shots in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they were all about. No, I like that. I, kind of, I like sexy flowy. I don't like hippie flowy. Like, like I love a woman who looks like a drape. <laughs> yeah. But glowing yeah. woman. You gotta meet I, Nancy across the street. She's all drapes. Her but tits I are drapes, her legs are drapes. It's all uh, flapping skin. I like a drapey tit. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, then all of a sudden that uh Mexican fella drinking cranberry juice on the right. skateboard blew up, and I said, This is a goddamn good song. So right. maybe I just don't know Fleetwood Mac enough. Is that the case, you think, Anthony? What are there? I think it is. I think Fleetwood Mac is kind of a sneaky band where much like I was with Prince, I think you uh, there's a there's a picture of a beautiful Stevie Nicks and all her fortune teller like glory. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I uh, I think it would be a similar situation where like you might know more of their music once you heard it and we're like told right. like, this is Fleetwood Mac and you'd be like, I love this song. Yeah. It, like well, Hall & Oates. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hall and Oates, I, I love. To, yeah, Hall Anthony and I went to a Hall and Oates concert because he got free tickets, and he went. I don't know a fucking song they sing. <laughs> he knew ev he knew the words to every single sure. song from the beginning to end. Like, this is one of my favorite bands. And then we went yeah. backstage and we found out Hall is an asshole, and we were like, oh, "Fuck Hall and Oates," but Oates is the greatest guy. That's yeah. why, dude. Oates will hang. That's pretty amazing. That's that's why. <laughs> Everyone should be doing Hall and Oates should be doing 
what uh, that guy, uh, Mike, who, who sings uh, Despacito, that, you know, the most. Justin re- Bieber. No, no, no. no, no Despacito. No. Yeah. I yeah. like everything to taste like a bean burrito. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not the song. No, no. De- Despacito uh, is like is a Spanish Cito. language guy. Everybody it's like the most sour cream YouTube. in their bean burrito. It's, it's, a greatest YouTube, it's the greatest music video you've ever heard. It's got every song ever made. Yeah, it's got beautiful women. It's got it's only. It's got uh, <laughs> it's got Pitbull on it. It's got a story arc. It's got old men playing dominoes. It's got dancing. But this guy, oh yeah, Louis Fonzie. Louis, Louis Fonzie, he does the thing before every one of his songs, which Hall and Oates should have done, and then you wouldn't have been confused. Where before, as the song starts, he just goes, "I'm Fonzie," so he yells <laughs> out his own name at right, the beginning right. of his own song. Smart. Then you know, you know, right? Yeah. DJ also, does it. I just want to do it one more time and really get it in people's heads. Despacito, everyone put sour cream in your bean burrito. <laughs> Everybody likes to smell my fito. Every, and that's the song. Yeah, I could do it all day. I forgot the rest of it, but that's what I would sing every time, and it always gets half a smile on my wife's face at a wedding. It's, it's the best musical recipe. Yeah, (laughs) it's hard to get half a smile on my wife's face after I've been sleeping with this cat woman across the street. (laughs) Well, she's got to get used to Nancy. That's all. (laughs) Now, let me ask you guys this question. Uh, Didn't one of the guys from Fleetwood Mac and I could have the wrong band, but didn't he enter into a consensual relationship with his grown daughter? Mike, is there can you get some background on that? Because that's I think you're thinking of me. (laughs) (laughs) is nancy your daughter i can't believe you're finally bringing this up (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you about nancy what's fun about having sex with her is every time you throw her out the window she lands on her feet i keep going get out of here you bitch it's over and i throw her out the window and she lands on her feet she goes jesus man and she walks away comes right back on the door that's great that's convenient yeah just like a cat acts like a cat I think one of these fellas got together with his daughter, but no one knew what to do because she was like 25. And so they were all kind of like, wow, this is really fucked up, man. But right. I don't I don't think this is a crime. Like, but, love is love, bro. But geez, stop, you know, and I could be wrong. Mike, correct. We got to move along. But Mike, correct me if I'm wrong on that, because I hate to cast disparaging remarks on one of these fellas. You can't say love is love. And then two people fall in love and people are mad about it. Right. Well, I get the argument. You go, well, that probably maybe he groomed her. Okay, but to her best of her knowledge, she loves him. So I think if you're gonna marry your 25 year old daughter, <laughs> whatever you want, man. People got yeah. people are all fucked up, you know. Everyone's fucked right. up. Right. I'm fucked up. Uh, number six. <laughs> number six. Album. Okay. 1991. I couldn't agree with this one more. Number six is Nirvana's Nevermind. It's just a fucking <laughs> tremendous album. Tremendous album. Right. From start to finish. Just uh, re redefine music, really. I think, and I I love Nirvana, and that's not even my style of music. Yeah, I love that album. And you know that kid grew up to marry Kurt Cobain, who's still alive. <laughs> Did you know that? Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, he faked his own death because gay marriage wasn't accepted in the mainstream yet, because he wanted him. Because by the time the album came out, that kid, that album went. Everyone knows that album went into production for seven years. So by the time that baby was the album came out the baby was of age uh, eight years old and uh, kurt was only 10 somehow the math works up i don't remember exactly you know you, your memories get foggy you know but yeah. somehow they're married and they're alive and everyone's happy except courtney love because she got uh passed over for tank girl 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You would too if you were passed over for Tank Girl. <laughs> I'm still um, mad about it. <laughs> um yeah, Nirvana's the only one that uh so far I disagree with. Wow, you wouldn't put Nirvana <laughs> on that list. You'd put your I've fine. never heard it. I've never really heard it. You should the album. give that album a Nirvana. you should give that album like a real I would love for I you to do I'll that, Anthony. It. Yeah. Just like one day, sit, listen to Nevermind, and see what happens to you. Write I down bet, your feelings. Yeah. I bet I Let's will do a review. I so, will yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. I bet, yeah, I will love it. I mean, that's always happened with music and me. Right. I, I, I think that's a great move. Sorry, sorry, Brent. I just no, want to, ahead, I, I think what ahead. we should do for the Patreon maybe maybe a, maybe a five minute video. Uh you listen to Nevermind, and then we'll come on and then we'll talk about it. And we could do that with different albums. That could be fun. It's not funny yeah. per se, but it could be like I, I want to well, give I'll give the miseducation of Lauren Hill a full listen. Yeah, well, neither is this idea I came up with, but we're still having a good time. You know, we're it funny. funny. So <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine. And yeah. I want you guys to do that with Bob Dylan because I consider I would him do it with Bob the greatest Dylan. songwriter of all time. Well, here's the, the problem with poet of all time. Here's man, the problem. poet laureate for Christ's sake. This is I the problem it. with Bob Dylan and Anthony. This is where you're going to have to help us out. Sure. Give us like nine tracks to listen. This is my problem with Bob no, Dylan. We do that where album. do you start? There's 67,000 songs all 11 great? minutes long. Where do, do you, you start? Close your eyes and put your hand in the bin. Pick <laughs> yeah. out whatever you pick out is great. No, they're literally giving us the album to listen to, the one on the top ten of all time list. That's yeah, the, one okay, that's the one we listen Anthony to. Anthony does never mind. Uh, I'll do Bob Dylan, and you got to do Incubus. Make yourself. <laughs> I, I love that. I love. Yeah, I do too. love Incubus. <laughs> I don't know the album that Now, Mike, bring up. I got a couple questions for you guys. Mike, bring up the Nevermind album again, one more time. Um, the picture, and I. This is what I would like to know. A. Could you sell that picture? Say you were selling that picture on the street. If there were no CD in it, mm-hmm. could you just sell a naked baby <laughs> dick, dick in view? Like if there were no CD involved, yeah. I think you're getting in some trouble selling that on the street, right? Brendan, I got to say, this is one of the well-known pedophile tricks is what you do is you just sell a naked picture of a you just sell a naked picture of a child and you say, buy this music album, wink, wink. And then when again, they go, there's no there. And then you go, never was an album in this league. Never was. And then my point, too, on that thing, and this may be passe, this may be uh, over the line, but I got to say because I've seen babies. If I'm that kid now, who's, I mean, this is 1991. I'm assuming he's a little less than one. So probably born in 1990. So I think it's did, Mitt Romney now. This kid is Mitt Romney. This kid's, 30, <laughs> this kid's 31. I'm proud of this album because I got to be honest. Uh, oh, that's the kid. I, I got to be honest. Uh, yeah, it is Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth was the Nirvana baby. I got to be honest, pretty big hog for a baby. And I don't know if that's right to say or not right to say, but these babies, they usually got tiny little dicks. And this kid's thing's hanging in the water. It's hanging down. It's like, let's take a look at this thing, Mike. Put it up. Yeah, Mike, Anthony got his glasses on. Bring it up again. I prefer we didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Zoom that in there, Mike. See, because for a baby, I think that's a a large penis. I don't know, but. uh, uh, What's good about this album? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, this was yeah. a nice, you know, this was a nice thing for a man to look at because you get this album and then nothing happens. You get no lift in your pants or nothing. And you just yeah. go, phew, right? <laughs> phew, yeah. thank God. Or you get a little lift and you go, problems. 
right? (laughs) And then you call somebody and someone says, we're going to zap you a few times with the anti-pedophile electricity chamber we have in the Missouri basement, you know, and they do that. And then good. You know, this, this album, Mike, you got to stop zooming in on this. I cannot look at this because <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable. To but I'm, I'm a little bit right. All right, right that's yeah. kind of big right, for man. a baby. Like, I don't know if they photoshopped yeah. it or what, but that does not seem like a baby's cock to me. I would argue not to use <laughs> cock and baby in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, I was comfortable with penis. I don't know why you made it. A- <laughs> you got to call it a noodle <laughs> or a wiggly wommer. Yeah, that's a wiener and that's all it can be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sure. But I, I think album. you're right, Greg. I think this album is the best or worst album, in your opinion, depending on you uh, being a pedophile. Right. Yeah. You know, right. you would go, this is the day I found out or is the day I found out I wasn't. So <laughs> I love these jams. I wonder if there's a pedophile somewhere who is like, oh, yeah, I, mean, I definitely bought that album. And then turns out I love Nirvana now. I didn't even <laughs> think this album was going to be any good. But it's yeah. like I bought it for the naked baby. But the band yeah. is fucking great. Yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. people were being we were starting to get cool as a society. <laughs> yeah. I thought finally yeah. the day had come. I've been dreaming about back in yeah. back in 91. The way they would catch pedophiles, <laughs> they'd go through people's garbage and go. This guy's thrown out 15 copies of the Nevermind yeah. CD. He yeah. didn't care about the music he's just trying to get his hands on that yeah he wrote a letter to kurt cobain going now do one with a girl (laughs) (laughs) this guy's just got uh this guy's just got big papa big papa album ah fuck what was that (laughs) big Big papa i love it when you call me big papa notorious big he's only got the notorious big album and nirvana something's Uh, funny because he's got the half naked yeah 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 yeah. you gotta edit that you got to edit that joke so it's funny and makes it a little bit quicker. All right. You guys got to do that at home. I think it's good Mind as it. is. Now we got to move along and maybe, you know what? This might go into the Patreon. It better be and, Weezer. Uh, well, it's, you know, it, this, this irritates me too. Cause this is music fucking critics doing their thing. Uh, uh, in 1969, the Beatles Abbey road. And here's why this annoys me, right? Here's mm-hmm. why this annoys me because of course, I love the Beatles. I think they're uh, they're so prolific. They're amazing. But Abbey Road, Abbey Road is kind of like their 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 musically most solid album. They're, 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 it has the most tracks with three part harmony, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But let me le- read you the track listing, and you tell me there's not a, a fucking uh, uh, Beatles album that's better than this. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, the only Big time song I'm seeing on Abbey Road is uh, uh now I've lost it uh uh the uh you've got Come Together okay that's an amazing song and then you've got something you got Maxwell's Silver Hammer that's fun you're hitting a guy in the head with a hammer but that's just fun Oh Darling Octopus's Garden I Want You Here Comes the Sun that's another beautiful one uh. <coughs> Because you never give me your money, Sun King, Mean Mr. Mustard. It goes on. But here's the thing. You're saying you're putting it in the top 10. The only Beatles album in the top 10 doesn't have Yesterday, doesn't have Hey Jude, doesn't have, uh, uh, you know, the other all the other Beatles songs I love. Lovely Rita, meet her maid. Yeah. The yeah. Best song Eleanor Rigby. And Crazy Revolver. 
<laughs> not crazy revolver <laughs> lovely rita meet a maid which is That's a great. well-known song about a meter maid who no one gave a shit about these people before this time meter maid used to walk around the street and people would just throw rocks at them and then the beatles said we're gonna put the fucking meter maids on a new level and they got huge and then it goes to that so that song is everything then you got anthony's song crazy revolver which <laughs> Ended gun control for six months. <laughs> I don't know the name of the song. I liked when the Beatles were doing I, when the Beatles. And first of all, is something that's on Abbey Road. The song that's like boom, 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 shh, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Dude, I know every single Beatles song. I'm a huge Beatles fan. You couldn't get it. You're not even on the board. You just threw the dart and it hit the bartender in the arm. No, there's like some fun noises. And then it's like it's like it starts off very mysterious. And then like, are you talking about a day in the life? I'm not. That's like my favorite song. Let it be's not on there. I mean, all the hits. Aren't <laughs> we are having a conversation here. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm joining right in. And <laughs> here's the thing: what Anthony, what you said, this bum yeah. bum bum duh. You could ask Ringo fucking Star <laughs> if that song's on there. Well, By I your description, he would have I, no idea. I don't know the tune you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm not familiar. Um. I've done a complete about face with the Beatles. I'm now a fan, but I like the real, I like their Hindu stuff. They're like trippy. Like I thought we had a clip guitar. there. We almost had a clip there. <laughs> yeah, I Hindu like their stuff. What are you, my dad? <laughs> Hindu influence stuff. I like their, their sitar kind of music. Yeah. They, they have like one song that's like nine minutes long. That's just like noises from traffic. That's the Beatles that I like. The Dude, Beatles yo, everybody doing... hates. Well, that's the thing that happened with the Beatles. And I this, this is a thing I was thinking about a lot with comedy is that they couldn't perform live anymore because people just go so crazy right. that they essentially became these studio artists, which is very similar to what the Rad Dude cast happened because during COVID, we couldn't go out. Right. So then we became studio comedians. And I got to be honest, I think I've improved as a comedian, <laughs> as a studio comedian, because I'm not listening to crowds. I'm listening to what you guys think is funny. And then I walked on stage two days ago and I started telling lies about a doormat that came alive. And people were like, what's he talking about? This is the most influential comedy I've ever seen in my life. And I love it. Didn't get a laugh, but people <laughs> people paid me. But people paid me. And so I'm a studio comic now. <laughs> Oh, but as yeah. far as Beatles go, sorry, Anthony, if someone's got to want to talk about that, they will. But I do have more going Beatles before we rush to the next number. Well, uh, I no, would well, like to say this. <laughs> I I this is my my favorite. I love this commentary on the media. Paul McCartney. I saw this thing on YouTube a couple of weeks ago, and it was this unedited Paul McCartney interview from, ooh, like, I love, from I love like 71 or 69 or something. And it was there was a big uproar. When it came out that the Beatles were doing LSD, which is crazy because it was like, of course they were. But it's like the, <laughs> it's the same shit of right. like how my mom thought Liberace was straight. Like people back then <laughs> right. didn't right. like get stuff. Yeah. But so this guy from, you know, the BBC is interviewing Paul McCartney and comes to his house and interviews him specifically about this. And he goes, have you used drugs? And Paul says to him, he goes, look, I could lie to you. But I feel like telling the truth right now. But I want to make this clear. You are the one who is going to release this. So when the outrage comes, Whoa. when the outrage comes that the Beatles are encouraging kids to do drugs because I've done drugs, you're to blame. Because I didn't oh, I tell that. you to publish this. And then he goes, yes, I have done drugs. I don't do a ton of them. I've done LSD and I've done marijuana. But when you release this, 
you made the choice to release this. And it's like, and they released it. And of course the Beatles got all this fucking heat. Oh, the Beatles encouraging kids to do drug. But he told the guy like, yeah, they probably cut that you. part out. They did. But now it's come out. Of course they cut that out. But right. now it's come out and it's like, yeah, fuck you, man. You're don't, we're not responsible. You're asking the questions. You're responsible. You're publishing it. And I, I love that idea. Well, it's I would so say true. to speak to that, and I will throw a little teaser for the Patreon. If we can take 10 to 20 minutes on the Patreon later, uh, I would like to read a song that I wrote on drugs last night. I love that. Um, <laughs> 10 to 20 minutes sounds just about right. So read a song. <laughs> it's going to be a long for us to get through it. So a little teaser into my song about old Lenny the girl. This is very exciting. We can do that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I mean, weed is fine. Also, sorry. Uh, this is a little something. I was walking with Dan Shaggy yesterday. That guy found heroin on the ground. And you recently found meth <laughs> on the ground. I know. Something, our, my block, ever since they let them in, we my block has gone to hell. <laughs> hey, listen, Mike. If I get outraged for saying that, that's on you, Mike Smush, for releasing this podcast. <laughs> uh, what, what I would suggest here is uh, man there must be just a wealth of drugs in your neighborhood that people are just no. dropping them on the ground it's we have one confu one very <laughs> alzheimer yeah. drug dealer who's very clumsy and just keeps going yeah. oh here take yeah. this take everything i don't yeah. know it's on the same block you got same the guy i think had meth and heroin I you got the um, amelia bedelia of drug users <laughs> just like oh where'd i put my heroin it's these not guys these greek guys their pants are too tight <laughs> and i think they can't fit them in their pants um, yeah, I was gonna say one Greek drug dealer with holes in his pockets. I can't <laughs> seem to figure out why he's losing so much money. This is what I would suggest, and I'd love your guys' input. I think a fun thing to do. Uh, we're 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 at fifty-seven minutes. I think uh, I, I think this has been uh, great fun, and I've loved your input. I think we we tackle the top four rather than rush through them. I think we tackle the top four on the Patreon episode, and then leaving time yeah. for Greg's song. Uh, that's probably the way to go. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts there? Exacto mundo. Greg? Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. As always, you can follow us individually. Just Google our names. Uh, follow us on all social media. You can follow the podcast at the Rad Dude Cast. Um, please do that. It helps. And I, I haven't said this in a while, but we could really use your help here rate review and subscribe to the podcast if you don't uh if you want to hear these next four songs go ahead and uh check out the patreon patreon.com slash rad dudecast we're doing tons of bony con that's right. bonus content it should also be noted because I just feel bad. I feel bad for people who want to know. This isn't our list. So if you want to know the number one album, you can just go to Rolling Stone and find out what it is. You just don't get our commentary on it. For everyone out there who's like, well, I got to pay for this to hear the number one. You don't. Just Google the Rolling Stones top 20 albums. Yeah. Top 10 albums. They did 500 deep, which seems great. When you get to like 500, it's like, that could be anything. What are you talking about? Like, and then albums at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even. I thought in the history of the world, there were 250. Right, right, right. Um, and then finally, uh, of course, um, uh, dude, the fucking uh, Charles Barkley uh, comedy cookout 
shirt is fucking ruling the airwaves. So check out teespring.com slash stores slash rad dude cast real quick. My own personal plugs. Uh, I'll be in Provo, uh, Utah for a dry bar taping uh, April 9th. Um, I believe people can come to that. I don't know if it's sold out. Um, uh, there's two shows on a Friday night next week. The week following that, I will be at the St. Louis funny bone. Um, that's the, uh, second, uh, weekend in, in, in April, uh, I believe. And then the final two weeks of April, I will be, I believe in Tulsa and then Wichita at the Looney bins, but that could be flip-flop. So Google, just Google the Looney Bin website. So those are my plugs. Uh, go ahead, fellas. Man, I don't really have anything. Um, but uh, I'm around town, so uh, <laughs> check me out. <laughs> right. That's pretty good. Check out Anthony. He's out and about. I'm, yeah, I'm out and about. So maybe Actually, find me. you're not. You're leaving on Monday, so you're not going to be in town. I'm, where am I leaving? I thought you were going to back to uh, somewhere. Weren't you going back to Cincinnati? No, that's not for like another three weeks. Oh, so this is a must-see Anthony kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> In the next three weeks, get to a story, a poke around, see if you can find him. He's here. Yeah, um, Roman. He's streets. Roman. Um, uh, can I do mine, Anthony? Is that all right? Are Please. Done? Are you ready? Okay. Uh, May twenty-second, I'll be in Hartford, Connecticut, um, City Steam Comedy Club. I'm not getting paid a lot, so whatever if you want to come. But I'm going to be having a good time. <laughs> uh, next week, I'll be at the Comedy Cellar. Check the Cellar website. and Because uh, I'm only doing that for one guy who's going to the Cellar next week and sent me a message. <laughs> so you, I'll be there, buddy. you got to check when, though. I don't know when. Or message me on, on Twitter. Uh, two things. And one other thing I want to say. If you guys could do me a favor and follow me on Instagram. My name is Greg stone underscore i've been getting high and tweeting some crazy shit so i think that's just another aspect of greg that you could enjoy like i just say a bunch of dumb things and it's fun so if you could follow me there and uh become a greg fan uh a big rad dude cast fan but also get into the greg action i'm creating a community of people who are all like-minded and enjoy hanging out so if you want to like get in one of these weird group texts i got going that's a group message on facebook I'm starting a friend community here. All right. Or a cult. So get in on it. I would also say, uh, in all honesty, uh, something that I enjoy very much is, uh, is Greg's YouTube channel. So, uh, neither Anthony nor I are as active on YouTube, but Greg's got phenomenal shit out on YouTube. So check out Greg stone on YouTube. And of course, check out the rad dude cast on YouTube. These clips are fun there. You know, you can see what we look like. We're beautiful. If you're an audio only listener, you're going to be shocked to find out we're all white, you know, uh, but, uh, <laughs> that, I, also, I just want to add one thing first. Thanks Brendan for saying that, but also I'm trying to get you guys in the, I'm trying to make you guys, Greg fans. I want to get you guys in these messengers. <laughs> I, I want you know, you know a long I'm, way to go with me. I know I, all these people have just been um, I've got 10 people in a Facebook messenger group and we've all been supportive of each other. And I think my new move is I'm going to try to start a bigger group and get all these nice people who like us as fans and we all help each other. One guy was talking about quitting college and I think we talked him uh, either into it or out of it, but to be confident in his move. 
Nice. Oh, oh, you know what? I did. I forgot to even mention this. We would love to get your messages on the Instagram or the Rad Dudecast After Dark. Uh, what are your takes on these albums? Are we right? Are we wrong? Where do you? Where, where, who? Who are you mad at? Whose takes are you mad at? Get 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 it going. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's a wrap. The Rad Dudecast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Ayer, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Ayer, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts. <laughs>